my whole desire to live was completely different. I felt like I had a second chance at life. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 218. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Hi, veggie lovers. Welcome back to Veggie Doctor Radio. Today, I have such an inspirational episode for you with Stephanie Ignafo. Before I tell you more about Stephanie, I want to remind you that the information on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not meant to replace careful evaluation and treatment. So if you have concerns about you or your child's eating, nutrition, growth, anything else that has to do with health, please consult a health professional. Okay, so I have Stephanie Ignafo, who is a plant interventionist, lifestyle medicine coach, food for life instructor with Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine and founder of Plantspiration, which is a nonprofit. So she is on a mission to educate, motivate, and inspire people all over the world to prevent and reverse disease and maintain an improved quality of life. She started Plantspiration after transitioning her family to plants back in 2013 after her daughter wanted to go vegan. And you're gonna hear more about that story in a bit. So since then, she has built an amazing community of people that she teaches and coaches to prevent and reverse disease, and maintain this lifestyle. She currently has a whole food plant-based support group with over 150 members that she meets with regularly and often to teach recipes, exercises, and provide general support on how to live this lifestyle in the easiest way possible. Like I said, Stephanie is super inspirational. It's a pretty dramatic story, actually. And I love stories like this because it shows you what is possible. So in this episode, we hear about her plant-based journey, how it was her daughter that wanted to go vegan first. We talk about what happened in the months that followed, how she ended up trying it, how the whole family ended up trying what happened, what was the biggest obstacle, how did she start Plantspiration, and of course, what she wishes more people knew. We also hear a little bit more about her typical day, what she eats, what her physical activity is like, and what personal habit she is most proud of. And finally, she leaves us with tips for parents of teens that want to go vegan or plant-based. I think this is really, really helpful because she had this experience. She was able to learn from it and now she's able to tell us what she wishes she would have done differently when her daughter first came to her. It's a great episode. I hope that you will connect with her. You will learn more about Plantspiration. And if it seems to align with something that you're needing and wanting right now, consider joining. I think it's a great program and it sounds like she provides so much support. So veggie lovers, 
Thank you so much for joining me every week. If you're new, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope that you're able to stay for a while and check out the other episodes. But let's go ahead and welcome Stephanie Ignafo to Veggie Doctor Radio. Stephanie Ignafo, welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. What an honor to have you today. Thank you, Dr. Yami. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. It looks like you're doing some plantastic work out there. So let's just dive right in. Tell me about your plant-based journey. What prompted the change and how did it evolve? Well, in 2012, my daughter Haley was 15 at the time, and she was reading a book, I believe it was Aragon, and one of the characters in the book was vegan, and it impacted how she was starting to feel about things. So when she had come home and said, you know, Mom, I want to go vegan, I said, that's the worst idea in the world. You know, I've been dieting my whole life. You know, I've been through it all. This is absolutely going to cause, you know, uh, malnutrition, protein deficiency, all the very stereotypical responses that most people think. So um, we thought, let's just let this fad go. We didn't want to put too much stress on it, hoping that it would just go away is what our initial thoughts were. You know, we were, my husband and I, we were kind of bickering about, you know, her special milk that she wanted. And, you know, in 2012, there wasn't transition food. So we were just letting her eat her bread and her French fries and stuff like this, hoping that this would soon end. Um, I did research, though, in an attempt to prove that she was going to be malnourished and her bones were going to become brittle. I started researching. I skimmed across forks over knives, and I thought, okay, um, she's not going to die, but um, I wasn't ready to accept any of the things that I had just witnessed. You know, despite the list of chronic disease I was suffering from, we thought she'll be fine. We'll let her go on her way. And fast forward, probably six months had gone by. And John and I were coming home from what would have been, uh, John is my husband. It It was our ninth surgery in 11 months. Um, And this particular surgery, it did not go as planned. It was a wrist reconstruction. He was self-employed. I was ready to file disability. I was hovering at about 230, 240 pounds, Um, autoimmune. I was facing double knee knee replacements, diverticulitis, IBS, fibrocystic breast disease, uh, migraines, high cholesterol, depression, um, standard American diet, standard American life, standard American diseases. So on our way home, um, I was really thinking like, we're going to lose everything. I can't physically work. Um, he's unable to do his job right now. Maybe I go back to this movie, Forks Over Knives. It said, this movie could save your life. In my mind, in the moment, I thought, quick fix, you know, so I'll start this diet. Let's see how it goes. We come home and pick up McDonald's, actually. It was uh, a treat to pick up McDonald's. I cook dinner every day, the lean chicken, the low-fat milk, all that stuff. So we pick up McDonald's for this treat, 
And I said, we're all going to watch Forks Over Knives. You know, dad's recovering. We're going to watch this movie together. And, you know, I sat my whole family down. My son was very obese. It was what I thought was hereditary. You know, my daughters were following in my footsteps of, you know, being struggling with weight my whole life. So I'm watching this movie and I realize, wow, I'm actually bringing the foods home that are causing these diseases. I just had thought I'm the, I'm the cause of, in the moment I thought I'm the cause of this. I'm the one in charge of grocery shopping. I'm bringing these things home. You know, I, I brought my kids to Weight Watchers with me, my oldest son. I had lived there. I had been through this over and over and over again. I thought, what's one more diet to start with? So the next day, we were pretty riled up. I said, I'm going to go grocery shopping, and I'm not bringing any more animals home. And we went ahead and did that. We started, it was whole food, plant-based, right out the gate. I hyped it up for my family. You know, I said, we're going to do this. And it just started happening so fast, Dr. Yami. It was within 10 months, we lost 250 pounds once I went whole food plant-based. I really didn't understand what I had done. I didn't know that if I was vegan, I just heard them say, this movie can change your life. You can prevent and reverse disease. So um, Zachary lost, my son was um, 17 at the time. He lost 80 pounds. I lost 100. John lost 40, 45 pounds. And I just changed what I was bringing home from the grocery store. I thought, you know, I'm buckling my kids up every day, you know, in the car. I'm teaching them to wear their helmet, to be safe. I really just started looking at the what I brought home from the grocery store was essentially what was keeping them safe. You know, if I change what I bring home, um, this will change everything. And it did. It did for us. And 10 years later, almost 10 years later, I've still kept the weight off. My kids are all still plant-based. Uh, it just changed us so much. We wanted to, you know, change, help show more people how to do it, that if we can do it, um, so can they. Wow, what a story, what yeah. a story. That's super, I mean, just like really impressive how you were able to make that change overnight, literally. But take me back to before you made the change in the way you were eating. You're listing out the different health conditions you have. How did you feel? On a day-to-day -day basis, what did, what did you feel like in your body, in your mind? And did you realize, were you able to make the connection at that time that the way you were feeling had to do with your nutrition lifestyle choices or was there a disconnect there? There was definitely some disconnect because everything revolved around weight, my weight, my weight, you know, I would convince myself that you know, of course I was beautiful um, and I would be accepting of that this is just how it's going to be. This is my hereditary. Um, every doctor office, every week was a doctor's appointment. Every week they would tell me, you know, try to lose weight, lose weight. So that's really where I believed I was at, that this was a weight issue and health was, it wasn't even on the spectrum. It started off all about weight. I felt miserable. I didn't want to go out. Um, I physically was, um, I had a permanent handicapped uh, sticker. So going prom, 
prom dress shopping, doing stuff like this, um, concerts, events. I didn't do stuff like that. I could barely walk around. So my life was greatly impacted. I was deep into vodka to numb those problems and just accepted, I guess, this was as good as it's going to get. Um, wow. Yeah. So then you made the change. And were you surprised at when you started to feel different? And tell me, what were the first things that you started to feel that gave you hope that this was going to be a good way for you? Well, the, it changed immediately. It was the next day. It was already, it's still at this point in the beginning, to be honest, was about weight. It's, it gradually shifted to health, but in the beginning, the weight was what kept me motivated. Like, oh, okay, I'm actually losing some weight, you know? Then I noticed right away the swelling in my face, in my hands, within days, all of that stuff had stopped. And I thought, well, let me go a few more days or let me just go one more day. And it just kept going. I kept, I kept feeling better every day. My family was feeling better. Um, it was about two, three weeks in that I got really tired. I was like, something's not right. You know, I don't feel good. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Um, I was on blood pressure pills. You know, I, w I was on medications that I went into this so quickly into a whole food plant-based um, I didn't realize that I was actually reversing things as I was going. Once I realized, wow, okay, this is actually reversing disease, then my mentality around this really shifted. I really started investigating, researching, and trying to understand what's going on here. You know, how come this is working? So, how did I feel? I went from being a sedentary, um, homemaker with not one desire or drive in the world to wanting to have the biggest nonprofit and change the world and teach more people how to do it, make this more available to people. Um, I think everyone has a right to know how to do it, how to do it right, how to get it down. And yeah, that's it. It filled you with passion and motivation because you saw what a big change it had. And I just want to clarify for the audience that yeah. what you were saying those two, three weeks in is that you felt bad because you were on medicine that you didn't need to be on. Basically, the diet was so powerful that you were having side effects from being on medications that were giving you, you know, it, would, it was too strong for you. And that is how powerful food can be. So few people understand that, that we can change what we're eating. In two to three weeks, you hadn't lost 100 pounds in two to three weeks. You had lost some weight because obviously it started coming off right away. But I think what people think, just like you were told before, is that this all has to do with your weight. So just do whatever you can to get the weight off, whether it's keto, whether it's low carb, whether it's going on some kind of starvation diet, that's the main priority, just get the weight off. But what you're telling me is that just by changing the foods you were eating, it was improving your health. It was giving you well-being in a matter of weeks. It wasn't about the weight. Uh, a few weeks into it, I realized this is really about health and the weight was going to be a secondary thing, but I didn't make the connection at first. I mean, everybody I work with, it just seems like everybody, you know, finds me because I've lost the weight. 
um, I say this, they come for the weight loss, they stay for the health. And that's really the shift that we made here, you know, and then of course the ethical part came involved. And then once you realize the planet came, you know, it just was, yeah, my whole desire to live was completely different. I felt like I had a second chance at life and I was going to tell everybody I could about it. I, if I could feel this good, I just wanted people to feel this good. Other people who I know struggled like me, you know? So it was now about how I felt, not so much about the weight. That all just kept happening. Yeah. You know, I have these um, skinny pants that I hold up during my classes and I say, you know, these were the pants that I, I, I just wanted to get into these, you know, the typical start weight watchers, start this and get down to these pants. Those pants are history. It wasn't about that anymore. It was, you just felt so good. You, you didn't want to stop. Yeah. And that's how it started. Really, it did. Yeah. And you're a woman on fire now. I mean, just seeing your pictures and your story, you can tell that you're just glowing from the inside with so much passion and enthusiasm. So this has completely revolutionized your life. I'd love to know what your daughter thought. Was she just like so happy, surprised, shocked? Tell me what her reaction was when you delved into this way of eating and the momentum of how you felt kept driving you forward. It was a lot of, I told you so, and I let her have it, you know, <laughs> it was a lot. I, I have apologized to this day. I didn't go into it with the right uh, mindset, but I use that now to be very empathetic and understanding to the majority of people, this cognitive dissonance, this diet culture, I get it. And I really want to change the way that we approach that. So now that they see that this became more about health and i'm just grateful for her really for bringing it home i mean although oreos and french fries weren't the cure-all um they were the segue and into how we got here so i'm grateful for all of that yeah well i'm grateful for her too because that was the spark in your household even though it took some time but that's what i tell people all the time is you don't have to go preaching to people just be the example do what you're doing feel good and then people will come join you eventually when they realize that they want to feel the same way so i'm, I'm grateful for her too <laughs> that is a fact it really is and i and i reiterate that all the time to people there it I realize it's not just us that we feel good and we want to tell everybody. Everybody does. Everybody wants their neighbors and their friends. I mean, we're watching people eat themselves to death. So they all want to help that next person. And I continually say, if you just keep doing it, trust me, everybody will see what you've done. You know, at first I I wanted to go on Facebook and tell all my classmates and tell everybody like, oh my gosh, so, you know, I, I did this. And the response was terrible. I was, you know, hammered and shot down. And then I started to second guess, like, maybe I am hurting myself. You know, maybe there is something that's going on. But, well, that's how T. Colin Campbell, then Food for Life, um, just everything catapulted from there that I was, I wanted to make sure that. I was teaching it right, that I was explaining it to people, but right away, um, people wanted to jump on board. 
You yeah. know, you can drop your cholesterol in 11 hours. I said, that's one thing, but consistency is what's going to turn this around. So that's what continued to lead us into this. Hey, we should start Plantspiration, you know, bring people together. We realized we were so successful because we did do it together. Um, we had each other through it despite it all. So I, I believe that was a very big part for us that we came at it together and learned together through it all. Well, how long did it take after your nuclear family all made the switch together, which is amazing and so lucky that you had that before you started seeing the ripple effect? And how long was it between then and when you started Plantspiration? It was in January 2013, not by a um, New Year's resolution. It was just the surgery was scheduled that first weekend. Um, it took, well, it was three weeks when I had gotten off my medicine, and I'd really made this connection of there's so much more. It was three months in. I, I had gotten um, so much energy. I took the clothes off of my recumbent bike and said, I've got to start doing something. You know, all the times I would work out, I would never see results. It wasn't about that anymore. It was like, I just feel so good. You know, we're going to start doing this. The recumbent bike then turned into bike. So I, we lost it all by 10 months, but from January to summertime, uh, it was, we were completely living a different lifestyle. I could not control everything. This I understood, but I could control what I brought home. Um, my kids were in high school and in junior high. So there was a lot of these obstacles, but I minimized them. Hey, I'm going to do what we can here. You know, I, I really tried to bring in a lot of these documentaries, educate them, uh, and try to explain to them there was more to this than weight. It was about health. It was about longevity. It was about breaking this um, hereditary chronic disease that has been carried over and over. So once they started looking at it like that, and of course, feeling better, their acne went away, just like we would read, you know, they had more energy, just like we had learned. Um, everything had turned around for them. And they were just really supportive of, yeah, go ahead and tell everybody, mom, you go ahead and invite them over. We'll be here to talk about it. So they were pretty hyped up about it from the beginning. Hey, veggie lover. Do you like to try new things? I know I do. I tried something really cool recently. My husband and I celebrated our 21st anniversary in San Diego and we tried parasailing. Have you heard of parasailing? Well, basically it's where you sit in a harness and there's this big parachute behind you and you're in a boat and as the boat goes faster, you are lifted up into the air and you're basically sailing in the air with this big parachute in a harness and you go really high. We went 800 feet into the air. And it sounds scary, but it's actually so peaceful and relaxing. It's surprisingly quiet up in the air and you just feel very serene. It's very beautiful. You can see the entire ocean and the cityscape. And on the day that we did it, it was a clear sky and you could just stay up there forever, just watching everything, being as high as the birds and just having a relaxing time. So I really enjoyed that experience. I'm so glad I tried it and I hope that I get to do it again someday. Do you think that you would like to try parasailing? Well, if you're one for novelty and 
and variety, then I have a sauce that I want you to try. It's called Bernie Wild's Adventure Sauce, and you have a good reason to grab yourself a bottle or two right now. My listeners get 20% off their first order of $20 or more and free shipping. Just use the code Dr. Yami, that's D-R-Y-A-M-I. Follow the link in the show notes or go to BernieWilds.com. So go get yourself a couple of bottles of Bernie Wilds Adventure Sauce right now and get your 20% off and free shipping by using code Dr. Yami. Enjoy and go try something new today. Uh, you had asked about when it Plantspiration had started. In 2017 was when, so I started in 2013 on our own. In 2017 is when I took the T. Kellen Campbell classes. And it was literally in that, um, in that course that I drew a circle. I made the emoji of the earth like everybody sees. And I wrote Plantspiration and I said, I think that I should start a nonprofit just so randomly. I didn't know what a nonprofit was. I just wanted to give it away. I said, I think I should start this nonprofit. I'm going to call it Plantspiration, and I want to teach the world how to go plant-based. Well, that's how it started. It started off a little slow, of course. You know, I had a growing amount of people that I initially started coaching and helping them, and more and more people. My friends were reversing type 2 diabetes. I was like, wow, this is really, really working. So it just grew from there. And the ambition to reach and teach more people, it just grew and grew and grew. I use social media to, you know, share my lifestyle, show how simple I was keeping it. You know, transition foods were coming in right around here. Then it was really clear we need to teach people how healthy this can be and not be misguided with some of this information. Um, or it really focused on preventing and reversing disease. Everybody really found me um, from this and how many people have been impacted with it. So it just continued to grow from there. I decided why not put everybody together since social support is such a big part, you know, helping others reinforce this behavior. That's when COVID came, uh, PCRM said we could do the food for life classes virtually. This kind of brought everybody in. And then I started the membership where I was teaching them how to do this chop shop and roll in these wonderful food for life classes, created a live virtual support group on Saturdays. I brought in a yoga instructor for mindfulness and stress management. I completed the lifestyle medicine coaching and I just want to impact as many people and inspire, educate, motivate, and inspire as many people as I can um, to, to keep it simple and to live our longest life and feel great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important because that's the only way that we can continue to contribute to the world around us too. And I think a lot of people want that, especially when they get into the older years, they're looking around, well, what else can I do to contribute? Well, one of the things we can do is to develop longevity, to create that longevity with our diet and our behaviors, our habits, and you're doing that. So thank you for that. Thank you. Tell me what has been like the biggest obstacle, both in your transition and in the nonprofit? What, what have been like the bumpy parts, the hard parts? 
The biggest obstacle I would say is just weeding through the misinformation and there's just so much information and it becomes really overwhelming. That was an obstacle for me. You know, you read one thing, you know, you read another thing. It's like, who do you go to? Where do you turn to? That was an obstacle for me, not knowing exactly in the beginning, like who's, who, where the information's coming from, the right resources. So that was a big thing. Once I had gotten that information down and I, and I knew where to go from there, I didn't second guess myself or what I was doing for my family. You know, I refer you out to many people with children, you know, this is important to see, but there were not those resources at the time. So that obstacle was educating myself, making sure that I was doing the right things for my family. Um, and as for the nonprofit, the biggest part is the paperwork. Um, I, I did not know anything about this and I'm learning very rapidly. There's a lot more to it than, you know, the coaching and all that is one thing and running the membership, but the nonprofit and really making that happen with the legality and the paperwork part has been a big obstacle for me, but I'll keep jumping them like everything else. You're doing it. <laughs> You're doing it. It's the only way we learn is by doing it, right? I found that as a business owner and entrepreneur myself is there is a steep learning curve when it comes to these things, but we just got to jump in and do it. Sometimes we make mistakes, but we learn from those mistakes. You can say that again. Exactly. <laughs> what do you wish more people knew? Um, that they had an option, that there is hope, that there, there are things that we can do, um, whether it's gradual or small steps, there is an option out there and we're not seeing it. You know, we're seeing the option for medicines, pharmaceuticals, um, that kind of stuff, but we're not really seeing the option for lifestyle changes. And that's something that I wish we would see more of. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to see more of, we keep doing this, but I'd say that's really important. Yes, I feel you 100% on that one. And that's why I continue to do the work that I do too, because the more people hear about it, just like you, like you had that seed planted, it took several months for it to germinate and grow, but we plant those seeds. And then when people are ready, they'll go find that information so that they can start to apply it to their lives. Accurate, exactly that, when they're ready. And I want it to be available to them. That's why um, they, they call me the plant interventionist. I just kind of come <laughs> in and say, hey, you do, there are some things that you can do. This is what it looks like. And there's an option there. And that changes when you approach people in that way. Mm -hmm. You know, they realize you're not pushing anything, I'm not selling anything, um, just longevity and feeling good. Absolutely. Well, I'd love to know more about your typical day. You're just such a vibrant person. You seem to have so much energy. So I'd love to know what your lifestyle habits are. What and when do you eat, exercise? How do you spend your downtime? That's a great question. Um, I love Dr. Brooke Goldner's smoothie, shred smoothies. I'm busy as I'm sure you are. So I go back and f I usually start my day with a smoothie. It's just an easy way for me to get everything in. I love chewing my food. I eat plenty of it, but these smoothies have been a really huge impact for me to just get a lot in all at once. And, um, I am an avid cycler now. So I do about a hundred to 120 miles a week. Not bad for somebody who is facing knee replacements. 
and I schedule kind of my whole day around my ride. So I wake up and I think, when can I fit this in? I want to make sure I'm making yourself a priority is a big part. And that came gradually with me. Okay. It was all about, you know, my the weight, my family, now making sure that you're taking care of yourself and maintaining this lifestyle. That's a whole another level of taking on. So mm -hmm. exercise is a huge part. As soon as I realized what I could do, I couldn't stop. So I live for my ride. I love the endorphins and I just can't believe I'm able to physically do what I'm doing. I basically lately with the weather so hot here, um, I get up early, I drink my smoothie, I go for my ride, I come home and work, I ate a half of a watermelon for lunch today, I can't wait to have pasta, I eat pasta nearly every day. If I feel like I'm living the dream, finding the way to do this. And I love food. I love food. I've always loved food. I cooked every day for my family. Um, I just feel like now I have food that loves me back. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like I'm dieting and I want people to undo that, that word and that feeling. You know, I know we're on a whole food plant-based diet, but that whole waking up every day, I used to wake up every day and say, today's the day. Today's the day I'm going to do this. Today's the day I'm going to stick to it. Um, I don't feel like that anymore. I can eat all the things I want. When you took away the restriction feeling, you know, don't eat this, cut back this. I heard you eat all you want, you know, or eat, you know, until you're full. And I ran with it. I thought if this is what there's, you know, if this really works, I've got to test it out. It works. And that's why I want to keep teaching people. We really do need to eat a lot of these low fat foods. So I just kind of, um, I guess lots of pasta, lots of beans. I keep it really simple. Lots of steamed veggies. I love kale. Um, I want to keep it cheap, easy, sustainable. I've got work to do. I'm not big into meal prepping. Uh, meal planning, for instance, I do prep, you know, rice, beans, but keeping it simple is just what works the best for me and so many people. Yeah. And who all lives at home with you still? My son just moved back home, but it's just John and I and just one kid for right now. And we had a little time there where it was us kind of getting going in the kitchen, but work has taken up so much. Plantspiration has taken up so much. We really get the cooking on on Wednesday nights. So simple the rest of the week. Um, and then we cook on Wednesdays, a lot of good stuff. Nice. And I think some people would be shocked to hear that you ate watermelon for lunch because there is such a misconception that fruit is too high in sugar, especially watermelon, because that's known as one of the higher glycemic fruits. Yeah. So people are afraid. And now there's books saying that eating fruit is going to harm your kidneys and cause you to store excess fat. And so then people are afraid to eat fruit. <laughs> so what would you say about that as far as fruit eating? Um, I would say that information is wrong. We've been uh, doctors, unfortunately, it's not their fault. You know, that's where we're learning a lot of this, you know, don't eat fruit. It's too high in sugar. So we run with that. Um, that information's wrong. It's just simply not true. These are some of the most nourishing, antioxidant, fiber-filled fruit is wonderful. I always reference the Mastering Diabetes, the way that he eats mangoes all day long with type 1. Take a look at that. 
you know, before you say fruit has too much sugar, that's just crazy talk now. Yeah, it's so counterintuitive based upon what we're taught in this society. So it's it's that's going to be a big hurdle for a lot of people <laughs> to to believe that. But yeah, I think about them all the time and how much fruit they eat and most diabetics, especially type 1 diabetics would be like, "Oh my gosh." You know, how dare yeah, you? I'm very nervous to do mm-hmm. that. But no, I ate a half a watermelon and I might eat the other half later. I I did 20 miles. I don't I don't think too much about uh food other than how I need to nourish. And we know watermelon's great for repair and recovery. So if I, if I can eat a uh, watermelon every day, I would. <laughs> watermelon is delicious. It's my youngest son's favorite fruit. Hey, are you kind of curious about microgreens and including microgreens in your diet, but you're not sure where to start and you're not sure how to do it? I love my Hamama microgreen grower. It's so easy, it's so convenient. So this is how it works. Basically, they send you the kit and it has this little seed quilt, okay? And then you soak the seed quilt in the water and in a few days, you see your tiny little baby sprouts growing and a few days after that, you can start eating them and it's so fun. And you can tell them that you're eating them and they're really happy that you're eating them and your body's really happy that you're eating them. But here's the best part, because I've told y'all before, I'm lazy. So I don't wanna have to use any mental energy that I don't need to. And they send you seed quilts every month. So you don't run out, you can change what seed quilts you want to try. So here's some examples of some of the seed quilts they have. Hearty broccoli, refreshing cabbage, energizing kale, spicy daikon radish, super salad mix. You can even get wheatgrass, you can get culinary cilantro, or even hot wasabi mustard. So there's lots to choose from. They have different flavors. They're so cute and they're health promoting. So you can get a good dose of antioxidants and it's really beautiful. I also use them for garnish when I'm making soups and salads and different bowls. You can impress your guests. But like I said, it's going to be low energy cost on your part and it's actually not that expensive either. The other thing that I use from Hamama is a green onion growing kit, which is really cool because it can decrease your food waste. So you buy the green onions and then the little part that has the root, the white part at the bottom, you stick it in these little holes and then you just put the water in there and it grows and then you can keep eating the same green onions. You just go with your little scissors and you chop it off and you put it into your food. So if you wanna give it a try, you've been curious about microgreens, and different ways that you can grow your own food, check out Hamama. You can find it in my show notes for a link to get 15% off, or you can go to dryami.com forward slash shop so that you can find the link and get 15% off your first order. Happy growing! Do you love Veggie Doctor Radio, but you're sick of listening to ads? Join the Plantscription. The Plantscription is a monthly membership where you have access to ad-free episodes of Veggie Doctor Radio every week. But that's not all. You also have access to a monthly live Q&A with me and a monthly live book club. You also get access to writings and musings and free giveaways. 
It is such a great deal. Right now, it's only $5 a month to join the Planscription. If you wanna join, go to planscription.substack.com or go to the show notes to follow the link. Join the Planscription today and join me in this plantastic community. I I love mango. I'm Panamanian, so mango is definitely one of my top ones. And in the summer here, cantaloupe. Uh, mm. I can eat a whole cantaloupe a day myself, and I'm yeah. really bad. I actually hide it in the back of the fridge so that nobody else eats it. I'm so horrible. I'm a horrible mother. We but anyway, <laughs> we love our watermelon with lemon on it. So this is like. It's nature's candy. It's yes. this is fun here the whole time. You know, I wish more people would take it on. Yes. And one of the reasons it's so satisfying is because it is so high in water content. It helps yeah. you feel full and satisfied and you just feel really hydrated and your skin gets all plump and it's just really great. Stephanie, Definitely. what personal habit are you most proud of? The fact that I'm actually athletic. I did not know that I had this ability. I did not know I could look like this. I did not know I could feel like this. I could barely ride a mile on a bike, let alone do what I'm doing today. Um, the body, I'm most proud of the way that I've healed my body mentally, physically, and spiritually. Like it's, it's changed so much. Yeah. Wow. It is super incredible and amazing. Well, this has been such a good conversation, getting to know you and your story and all the wonderful things that you're doing. I'd love to for you to tell us how my listeners can connect with you and what products and services do you offer? How can they find out more about Plantspiration? Maybe join if they'd like to. You can find me at plantspiration.org. I have a membership that is only $50 a month because I am intent on making this available for everybody that, that can. I also offer grants, so if that's um, something we can work out. In the membership, I offer weekly Food for Life classes that are virtual, the Saturday support group, weekly yogas included, and one-on-one -on -one lifestyle medicine coaching with me. Um, we do community cooking events. So some of the members once a month get together and they share what they have learned, live and love. Uh, so that's really wonderful. It's really about the community, the people that, you know, attend the classes, the people that come together. These are the people that are really feeling the, that support through it all. There's so much going out, out on outside of our journeys. Um, it feels good to have this support system around them. So uh, just, I cover everything, everything lifestyle medicine, um, lots of inspiration, lots of support, lots of nutrition education, lots of meal planning, prepping, whatever it, everybody's different, mm -hmm. you know, everybody has an individual journey. And I really try to hone in and, and work on an individual plan with everybody that I can. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like an incredible deal, an incredible value for that price. You get so much, especially if you get one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's a really great, amazing deal. So I hope more people look into that. So for the final question, I would love for you to leave us with 
tips that you have for parents of teens that want to go vegan or plant-based. So take us back to whenever your daughter came to you and it's like, mom, I want to do this. How would you have done it differently? And what do you recommend for parents that they're not familiar with this, or maybe they're just barely embarking on this, don't know too much about plant-based nutrition, what a vegan is, how can they navigate it? Um, the first thing I would say is do some research. It'll make you feel better, first of all. Be supportive of it. If there was something I could go back and do, it would have been be more supportive. I really did um, shut it down. And I don't want to see anybody doing that. It really is the only lifestyle that can help this planet, help our health, our longevity, and make us feel good. So what we can do is find, I really try to look at what they liked. Okay. So we like French fries. Let's bake some French fries. We liked burgers. My daughter invented what would, what would now be known as the plantspiration burger, sweet potatoes, oats, and beans. Um, we gravitated towards the foods that they loved and we kept it on replay. Um, it gets too overwhelming when you're looking at too many things, too many recipes, you're scrolling, you don't get down to it. If you stick to some of these basic things, you know, get the light life hot dogs, get the, you know, make the burgers, let them have the French fries, gravitate towards what they love, keep a lot of that going, and don't put too much stress on what's going on outside the home. These kids have to make some of these choices, and I don't want anybody to stress out over it. The more vegetables you eat, the better you're doing. You know, that's the whole goal. So I just say to parents, be very positive about it. I've had um, some people come in with kids and, you know, say to their kid, oh, try this. You might not like that. I don't want to see that approach. I want to see a very positive, you know, check this out, let's try this and keep it simple and keep it fun and let them see the game changers or take them to Dr. Yami's site and get those those downloads and that information for the kids. There is a lot of information and I think people need to really just look into it. Yes. Don't and just take my word for it, you know, the research is out there. Absolutely, I agree. And I think that the fear is the biggest hurdle that parents need to get over because we are taught in society, just like I as a physician was taught that it's dangerous and that the bones are going to essentially turn to dust. And now we know that it's actually the opposite, that pumping our kids full of milk and dairy is not doing any favors for our bones, but it is causing harm and increasing risk in other ways. So it it is like a whole paradigm shift that takes time. But I like how you started it with be open, be supportive, gain the information that you can. Now there's so many different pediatricians that are plant-based and have lots of information. So get the information for sure, but be open about it because there's a lot of things we were taught, even us physicians, that actually isn't accurate. <laughs> so yeah, that's a big learning curve, a big paradigm shift. So I appreciate you so much, Stephanie, for coming on the show and sharing your story. And I just think you're amazing. You're very vibrant and energetic and enthusiastic and you're doing wonderful things in the world. So thank you so much. And I hope that you have a very plantastic day. Thank you, Dr. Yami. Eat your plants off, that's all I can say. I love it. <laughs>
Aw, y'all, I love Stephanie. Isn't she great? She is amazing. She truly inspires me, and I'm so glad that I had her on the podcast. So here are my takeaways from this episode. Number one, tune in, pay attention to your body, and listen to your intuition. If you have an inkling in there that you know adopting sustainable habits and behaviors is going to help you feel better, give it a try. Number two, dive in and give a whole food plant-based diet a full 100% effort if you are curious whether it could potentially reverse your chronic disease. If you already have a chronic disease, whether it's high blood pressure, type two diabetes, insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, I think I said high blood pressure twice. If you have any of those things, it's worth diving in and trying this because it may only take a week or two before you see some dramatic results, which leads me to the next takeaway. Food is powerful. Food is so powerful. It can be more powerful than medications, but don't take my word for it. Give it a try yourself, preferably under the supervision of a physician, especially if you're on medications, because if you're on medications, that food may be so powerful that you may not need those meds anymore. Next takeaway, it's really not about the weight. Like Stephanie said, yes, you may be attracted to this because you desire weight loss, but because you are going to feel better within a matter of days and weeks, it's not the weight loss that's causing those changes. Yes, we've been taught that over and over and over again. That's what everybody wants you to believe, but you can start feeling better so quickly if you start now. Number five, be an example, shine bright, and you will attract others to this lifestyle and this way of eating. You can be like Stephanie, you can create a nonprofit, you can teach classes, you can do all those things, that's great, but if you aren't able to do that, if you are an introvert and you don't wanna be up there talking about this, just live your life and shine bright, and I promise that is going to have a ripple effect. Number six, have fun. Enjoy your new energy. Enjoy this reinvigoration of your life. Go out, learn a new hobby, learn a new sport, do these things just like Stephanie did. And then my last takeaway is if you have a teen that is curious about plant-based or wants to be vegan, support your teen, learn more about plant-based nutrition. Now I have to throw in here too, if you're concerned about an eating disorder, definitely reach out to a professional. But if you know that this is more that they care about animals or they care about the planet and they really want to make this change for that reason, learn more about it, support them, and then start helping them make changes in your own diet little by little. And you'll see how far that goes. I mean, such a, such a great episode, so inspirational. I hope that it inspired you as well. Thank you so much for being here, Veggie Lover. I appreciate you so much. And I hope that you have a very plantastic day. Hey, Veggie Lover. I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day.